TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Hope all is well in your world. And I have to keep reminding myself, this is actually Tuesday. And yes, we will have a Transformation Tuesday segment coming up during the course of the broadcast today. I want to begin by bringing to your attention very uh, important information. Now, I especially am giving a heads up to those of you who are south of the border, as in South Carolina, because I think it's vitally important that you show up to vote. Remember that conversation we had just a few days ago about how close the race was? I think it was Pennsylvania, ridiculously close. So it's important to point out and remind you again, every single vote counts. No, I'm not interested in going down a rabbit trail, talking about voter fraud and all the other stuff. Just get your rear end out to vote. Vitally important to do that. For those of you who are in South Carolina today, and along those lines... I certainly want to give you specific information that will be uh, somewhat helpful for you that you uh, have some idea. I hope you've researched well the folks who are running for office. That's something very, very important, vitally important. One of the reasons I want to go into this at the start of the broadcast today, I think many of us understand that we are in unprecedented times. When you look at the economic situation we face, the ongoing issues with inflation, with gas prices, the people you vote for could potentially have an impact on some of these policies going forward. Now, some of these are local issues, some of these are national issues, but overall, you want to find people of character who are going to stand for you. That's what this is about. So, with today being Election Day in South Carolina, be aware you've got contests for Governor, U.S. Senate, those are the big ones. But we've also got seats for Congress. Statewide roles of education superintendent, attorney general, agriculture commissioner, all of these are on the ballot. In the 4th District, Republican Representative William Timmons, 
facing three challengers. Timmons, among the Republican congressmen who voted against certifying the 2020 presidential election for Joe Biden. He's received an endorsement from Donald Trump. His opponents contend he is not conservative enough. Trump chose Timmons over Mark Burns, a pastor who spent two years going to rallies to speak on Trump's behalf. The other two candidates competing against Timmons, George Abizide, former advisor to the congressman and retired businessman Michael LaPierre, the lone Democrat in the race, Ken Hill, nuclear power plant quality control inspector for the congressional district, which is anchored by Greenville and Spartanburg. So that race relevant to those of you in this listening area closer to Charlotte in the 5th District which runs from Rock Hill to Sumter, South Carolina our friend Representative Ralph Norman no challengers at all in his primary he will face one of two Democrats currently vying for their party's nomination Kevin Eckerd, a community organizer and technician, builder and real estate agent Evangeline Huntley Ralph Norman has actually been in Congress since 2017. Our good friend, Representative Jeff Duncan, unopposed in the primary, not surprising, and in the general election, seeking a seventh term in the third district. We are so glad he's there. And we say that, I say that, unapologetically. This is a man who is a reliable conservative had a great deal of appreciation for for quite some time we mentioned in addition to these congressional races incumbents in three statewide offices face primary challenges the attorney general secretary of state and the agriculture commissioner bottom line those of you in south carolina vote interestingly enough many of you already have We've learned more than 100,000 South Carolinians have voted ahead of primary day in early voting. 115,000. More than 115,000 have already voted. Pretty significant. That is a two-week period leading up to primary day. About 15,000 voted absentee. So... You know what your directive is. Vote. And vote. I would say, uh, put it this way. Vote for somebody trustworthy. Who shares your values. That's what it comes down to. Trustworthy people who share your values. I want to start going into this excellent piece... Because I think it captures the heart of where we are. And I'm reminded of this everywhere I go. I was in Houston Sunday and Monday visiting a friend and, again, seeing the impact of gas prices. I'm trying to remember my car. I think I told you my car, smaller one. It takes about, well, at least it took less than $30 back in the uh, wonderful days of the Trump administration in terms of energy policy it was under $30 now we are racing towards 60 bucks to fill up my little car on the way to the airport yesterday my friend driving a mid-sized car 
$70 to fill the tank. 70 bucks. It's crazy. This is the world you live in and I live in. And I think we already heard. Did we not play the clip uh, the other day from the administration official who was asked, and to CNN's credit, it was a CNN reporter who asked, do you feel the impact of these gas prices? And the answer, the bottom line answer was no, they really don't. Coming up, we're going to talk about what this agenda is. There's a writer for the New York Post who absolutely nails this. And the sad thing is there are very few people who are going to understand this is part of an agenda. This is not an accident. The question is, how in the world do we possibly reverse these deadly economic policies? We'll address this coming up. Some bad news on wholesale prices as well. Not surprisingly, they're going up. And I'll talk about misplaced mourning and sadness. That and much more as we continue our Tuesday broadcast. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Back on the broadcast, before we get to this uh, excellent piece in the New York Post, I want to talk about your president. Your president who promised something very different in terms of the relationship between the United States and Saudi Arabia. By the way, as an aside, do you still feel like you have a lot of unanswered questions about 9-11, about Saudi Arabia? I'm just asking. How many of you feel good about Saudi Arabia? Raise your hands right now. (laughs) I say this because it, it continues to blow my mind. The policies that we see coming out of Washington, D.C. And I don't care which president is in office. But the newest example we have of this I don't know how else to say it, but betrayal is Joe Biden, who communicated one thing before getting elected as president and is now communicating something else. And we know what this is all about. Folks, it's about freaking oil. That's what it's about. 
and your own stupidity and your own dumb failed energy policy. That's what this is about. By the way, as another aside, why don't we just get rid of the freaking energy department? Are they doing anything to provide energy? I'm just putting this out there as a question. What does the energy department do? We have all of these departments of government, all these bureaucrats working. And I would put the word working in quotes. This is not to denigrate any individual. But the point of this is a reminder at the end of the day. The government produces little to nothing. Let's talk about Joe Biden and his plan now to visit Saudi Arabia. What did he tell us before he was elected president? He wanted Saudi Arabia to be a pariah because of their human rights record. That's what he said. However, we've learned he will make his first trip to the Middle East next month with visits to Israel the so-called Occupied West Bank, and Saudi Arabia. This decision to pay a call in Saudi leaders during the July 13th through 16th trip comes after Biden, as a Democratic presidential candidate, branded the kingdom a pariah because of its human rights record and pledged to recalibrate the U.S.-Saudi relationship. See, I'd love to ask him this question. This is what a journalist will do. How do you recalibrate this relationship? And how does this visit fit into that? He's planning to meet with the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who is the de facto ruler of the kingdom. U.S. intelligence officials determined that Prince Mohammed likely ordered the brutal 2018 killing of U.S.-based journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Remember that? After Biden took office, his administration made clear the president would avoid direct engagement with the crown prince and instead focus his engagement with King Salman. The human rights advocates and some Democratic allies cautioned Biden about visiting the oil-rich kingdom, saying a visit without first getting human rights commitments would send a message to Saudi leaders there are no consequences for egregious rights violations. Saudi's been accused of using mass arrests, executions, and violence to squelch dissent. Is any of that new to anybody? Of course not. But this next paragraph tells you everything you need to know. At a time of skyrocketing prices of the gas pump, Growing worries about Iran's nuclear program and perpetual concern China is expanding its global footprint. Biden and his national security team determined that freezing out the Saudis, particularly the crown prince, is simply not in the U.S. interests. <laughs> the goal here is to strengthen the historical bilateral relations and the distinguished strategic partnership between the two countries. More of the same BS. Why? Why? And there are really two reasons for this. One is the short-term need for oil, and there will probably be a request for more oil. But this is also, folks, about petrodollars. 
it is vital to U.S. interest that we continue, and I'm, I'm, I'm not making this case as an advocate. I'm making this case from the standpoint of those who have bought into this ideology. Our tie to these oil barons is economic, as well as our own need for the oil. If they should ever blow this up and decide, you know what? Who needs dollars? Let's go with the Chinese or anybody else. We're screwed. That's what we're talking about with strategic interests. That's what this is about. You know that, and I know that. So I wanted to touch on this and this upcoming visit before we go into the other item that I mentioned before the break. Over on the text line, I always enjoy hearing from all of you speaking first to the election that's going on in South Carolina. Jim out of Easley. Vince, I agree. It's time to vote and vote often, just like the Democrats do. (laughs) I encourage you to vote for someone trustworthy. And sadly, this person says the trouble is you often don't know whether someone is trustworthy until after they've proven they aren't. It's pretty sad. Gasoline prices. This person saying I had to park my turbocharged car because it was costing $100 to fill with premium. It's most cost-efficient to buy another car that uses 87. I could understand that. Chris out of Shelby reminds people to show up with photo ID. <laughs> this texter says, Vince, silly, silly you. Biden's trying to visit every country before he dies. Well, that, boy, I'll just leave that alone. Vince, when Biden arrives at Saudi, they'll have him talk to the king, who also has dementia. Well, isn't that wonderful? They can forget things together. (laughs) (sighs) You can't make this stuff up. You really can't, folks. But if you'd like to join the conversation, you are welcome to the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110. 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. I promise when we come back, this great piece, the New York Post, this is really, really good. Talking about what this whole agenda is about, why you are paying so much for gasoline, and it's not likely to get any better any time in the near future. That and word on wholesale prices as we continue our Tuesday broadcast. Stay with us. And we continue the broadcast here with some 
developing news. Uh, this is kind of intriguing. The all-important January 6th committee has postponed tomorrow's hearing. A postponement. The next he- hearing is now scheduled for Thursday afternoon. Democratic Representative Zoe Lofgren of California, a member of that committee, told reporters the reason for the rescheduling due to technical issues, not a big deal. She said the staff is putting together all the videos, you know, doing one, two, three. It was just overwhelming. We're trying to give them a little room. You know how important it is to give the editors time to put their stuff together so you can try to scare the living crap out of the American people. It takes work. So let's give these editors the time they need to get the job done. I referenced a piece by Betsy McCahey, who is a former lieutenant governor of the state of New York. She's written a great piece for the New York Post. And it explains why we're living the nightmare we are with these gas prices. It is absolutely surreal. I told you about my experience yesterday going to the gas pump most recently in Houston. And and part of the irony of this, I'm just putting this out there. What if, and I'm, boy, I'm really fantasizing here, ladies and gentlemen, what if Texas had the sovereignty to be able to follow whatever energy policies they wanted in the state of Texas without any interference from the federal government? Do you think they would be paying the same price for gasoline? See, I, this is what I think would be really exciting. If these regulations, the federal government is not able to do what it does, and states are free to do what they want. And then we have a competition of the states. Let California have all of these cumbersome and burdensome regulations and let them pay, I don't care, $50 a gallon for gasoline. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. But in places like Texas, follow an aggressive energy policy and all of the above energy policy. Honestly, do you honestly believe that people in the state of Texas would truly be paying what they are at the pump right now? I'm looking at this price now, 459 for regular, 499 for diesel. Exxon station in Houston yesterday. This is insane, ladies and gentlemen. No reason for it at all. Betsy McCoy says this, if you think gas prices are high now, just wait. They're going much higher. Thanks to President Biden's irreversible plan to eliminate fossil fuels, truth is your pain to the pump is being planned and executed at and by the White House. Over the weekend, buyers paid $5 a gallon, or roughly 100 bucks, to fill the tank. Gas prices doubled since Biden took office. J.P. Morgan predicts $6 a gallon gas by August. And experts warn the crisis will continue even after Biden's term ends because he's dismantling fossil fuel production. When Biden was running for president, he promised to shut down oil producers. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill period. He pledged to put the country on an irreversible path toward doing away with fossil fuels. 
That's a direct quote. On day one, the president, Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline, sending a message of no new pipelines anywhere, period. In the months that followed, he stopped all sales of leases to drill on federal lands offshore, meaning zero new leases, allowing oil to be brought out of the ground. And in September, House Democrats introduced legislation to stop banks from lending money or investing capital for new or expanded fossil fuel production. Can I just interject here? These are traitors. I don't mind saying this. How in the world do you screw your own country so royally? This legislation passed. Well, did not pass. But it sent a message. There are people who want to shut the oil industry down. Now, as outrage over gas prices pushes Biden's poll numbers down, the president's trying to shift the blame. He told Jimmy Kimmel last week oil producers refused to expand operations. Blame it on them. Brilliant. Why aren't they drilling? Because they make more money not producing more oil. He accused oil companies of deliberately making things worse for American families. Sorry, Mr. President. That doesn't pass the laugh test, even on late night TV. It's sheer demagoguery. Biden confessed his actual plan just six six weeks ago when gas was already more than $4 a gallon. He marveled at the incredible transition of the U.S. economy away from fossil fuels. God willing, when it's over, we'll be less reliant on fossil fuels. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to try to restrain myself. In a congressional hearing the same week, Biden's Interior Secretary, Deb Holland repeatedly declined to agree the gas prices are too high. Isn't that interesting? Climate zealots in the Biden administration want high prices to deter the public from buying gas. Biden's media toadies singing the same song. High prices will force us to make good choices. According to Washington Post columnist Eugene Robinson, the long-term solution, the right long-term solution for the sake of the planet. Boy, I'm going to lose my breakfast is not increasing the supply of fossil fuels. It's to compel consumers to switch to electric vehicles. It's one thing to choose electric vehicles. Soviet-style compulsion is another matter. EVs are about one-third more expensive than gas-powered cars. Doesn't matter to out-of-touch Democrat Debbie Stebnow. The Michigan senator brags about driving past gas stations in her EV, not caring how high prices are. But when the average family... You know, for them, what are they supposed to do? Take out a mortgage to afford an electric vehicle? Electric cars are more expensive, but not always as reliable. Another problem, EVs generally go about 200 miles on a charge and less in cold temperatures. According to Consumer Reports, about a quarter of charging stations are broken at any one time. Imagine running low on charge, driving into a charging station that's out of order. When EVs are ready for prime time, the Wall Street Journal's Alicia Finley concludes consumers will decide to buy them. In the meantime, people are feeling pain at the pump. Team Biden is rolling out the blame game, playing defense. (laughs) This is crazy. House Democrats eyeing the polls trying to fault price gougers and urging the Federal Trade Commission to punish oil companies that charge excessive prices. This is all theatrics. 
The FTC has concluded several times gas prices, the result of market conditions, not illegalities, rising demand, inadequate supply. It's very simple. Who's to blame for inadequate supply worldwide? There are many factors. But here in the U.S., blame drivers with Biden bumper stickers. They heard candidate Biden announce his irreversible plan, and they voted for him anyway. Congratulations. Stay with us. And we continue the broadcast here. I told you show prep for me is a 24-7 proposition. In fact, even during commercial breaks, your host is very busy compiling very important information to share with you. Boy, is this story pretty intriguing. Probably won't get to this today. Don't you love being teased? Over on the text line, we talked about Saudi Arabia earlier. Vince, the Saudis, perfect angels? Of course not. They can be useful allies against Iran. The killing of the journalists was just business. Of course. Demonizing the Saudis is not productive. Remember, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Okay. Understandable. Democrat agenda. High gas. Putin bad, inflation, COVID bad, high crime, police bad, open border, border patrol bad, mass shootings, law-abiding citizens bad, destroyed country, and economy, orange man bad. (laughs) Almost all the oil in this country not produced by the oil companies, produced by small companies called Wildcats. They lease the land, explore, drill, and pump. Then they sell it on the open market. Joe sent a signal oil is bad. Then he put pressure on the equity companies that loan money to not loan people money in the oil business. Now they can't access capital. No cash, no drilling. Wonderful. Who and where are all these batteries going to go when they're used up? They cannot be recycled and pose a health hazard as well. This texter saying, Vince, what's the greatest threat to the survival of America that I've known for the last 75 years? This Democrat Party. Why is reliance on fossil fuels, something we have plenty of, and produce ourselves a bad thing? Why is it? We finally achieved energy independence under President Trump. I'm still relying on food and water. (laughs) Alan out of Spartanburg. EV has no place as a permanent fixture in our economy. You mentioned the charging stations. How about the fact those batteries have a huge energy footprint and possibly forced labor? The batteries do not recycle, just like wind turbine blades. Mm-hmm. Vince, I hope all South Carolinians get out to vote in their respective primaries today. However, I wish we were having a special presidential election to get this clown and his circus out of the White House. Definitely do, want, do not want cackling Cammy. feel like we're running out of chances to save 
this country. That is from Jeff. This texter, on the other end of things, here in North Carolina, I was on I-85 near Salisbury, saw diesel fuel, 609 a gallon. I don't think their goal is to shut down fossil fuels. It's to shut us down. Just wait until the only option you have is to purchase all your energy from a government-regulated monopoly. Then your only decision will be, do I drive to work or heat my home? Vince Electric vehicles are dependent on the power grid, which most need to be upgraded. What happens when the grid gets shut down by a cyber attack? No power to charge. That means EVs are setting dead in the water. Boy, that would be really interesting, wouldn't it? What if the power grid is shut down? Wow. Something to think about. Lots of evil with the transition away from fossil fuels. Electricity comes mostly from fossil fuels. So the only transition is where the fossil fuels are being burned from car's engine to power plant. Lithium and cobalt mines destroy the environment also. In Congo, children beat rocks together all day to get minuscule amounts of money for their findings in around these mines. Global warming is a real problem. The more we warm up to globalism, the worse it gets. <laughs> you know, we're still buying Russian oil through OPEC in Saudi Arabia at double price because OPEC has no sanctions against Russia. Isn't that wonderful? Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line. These are challenging times, and I, I just remind you to think about the folks who are around you who are dealing with some very difficult times. This is a very challenging time for a lot of people. It's a very practical matter of survival. Survival. Not about convenience. And we've got some very callous people in Washington right now who do not give a rat's rear end about the difficulty that you face. Coming up, we're going to talk about wholesale prices. Another not very good milestone, also about the stock market. We'll also discuss guns, though. An effort to put together a bipartisan deal. Looks like it's worked. What's it going to accomplish? Uh, A lot of nothing. But I will tell you about one state that's taken a step that will probably secure schools. That much more, as well as Transformation Tuesday, straight ahead. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.